Hello, and welcome back to Dirty Talk. Um, today, we are recording an episode that we're really excited about. We have our first guest on the podcast, um, Lily, if you want to introduce yourself. Hey, I'm so excited to be here. My name's Lily. Um, you guys have might have seen me on TikTok. I'm at Titty Goals, LOL. Um, and I'm on Instagram at Call Your Big Sis, and I just do sex education. Um, yeah, pretty much centered around vulva having humans. And yeah, I'm really excited to talk with you guys today. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, we're so happy to have you here. So today we're going to be talking about sex toys and masturbation. Um, but before we dive into that, we're going to do some quick check-ins. Um, I can start us off and then we can go around. I have been pretty good, kind of. I definitely was like struggling last week and like I've been kind of sick this week. But um, I think I'm getting over it. I... I don't know. I feel like there's not that much else to say. I'm doing fine. Cool. We recorded an episode yesterday, so we had <laughs> some check-ins yesterday. So I don't know what has happened since yesterday, but <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. I did some manifestation last night, just like some end of the year, what are my goals and stuff. So that was nice. And kind of stressed out, but only because me and my family are trying to plan one of those last minute holidays for like vacations for winter break. And it's always like a thing with my family, like trying to get everyone on board for one thing. But it's also exciting because I love going on vacations. Um, so yeah, that's my check in. Yeah. Um, let's see, I didn't do a super huge check in the last episode we recorded. But um, it's my dead week right now. Uh, I'm currently trying to drop a class due to extenuating circumstances, which has been fantastic um, because I just got word back today and they were like, we don't have all of your information and now it'll take an additional 10 to 15 days to process. And I was like, okay, cool. That's, that's awesome. I love hearing that. So I have to figure that out like tonight. Um, but the sunset is really pretty today. Um, it's December 1st we're recording. So sunset in like... Oregon area, super beautiful, looking at it right now. Um, it is foggy where I'm at, oh, no man. to be seen. Um, but yeah, other than that, my classes are going pretty well. I was super stressed about my math final yesterday, but then like everything, I kind of had like a click moment today when we did like this worksheet, and I was like, oh, I know how to do all of this. Um, so hopefully I'll like, I'll keep studying over the weekend and everything will solidify um but yeah that's pretty much it lily do you want to do a check-in sure yeah so um for a little context i do just like a few different jobs right now um i graduated undergrad in may so i'm kind of hopping all over the place which really works well for me i like kind of having a really varied schedule so i've been nannying a little baby girl who i love she's super cute and i um, tutor kids in writing so that's super fun um, yeah, and I've been doing a lot of, like, exciting social media stuff for sex education stuff, so I'm, like, really excited to, um, kind of expand more beyond TikTok and perhaps do, like, a newsletter or something like that, so a lot of, like, new things are work that I'm excited about, so overall pretty good. That's definitely very exciting. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward. I will subscribe to the mm, newsletter. Yeah, absolutely. Someone else that I followed on TikTok... TikTok 
TikTok, TikTok, um, recently started publishing a newsletter, and I, like, have loved it, so I think that's really good. Was it Emily Huh? Was it Emily Mariko? No, it was, um, it was at, I think, at Rain Incorporated on TikTok. Oh, okay. Gotcha. She's out. like my favorite ever. I'm like trying not to get too parasocial with her, but oh my god, I have that problem. She I'm was... definitely like it's it's encroaching. Um, but yeah, she's she's super rad. I always like learn something going on her page. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, they can say what they want about social media, but I feel like TikTok's actually so great with like eclectic <laughs> people, like so many like musicians, like people starting new businesses or new ventures like get it going because of tiktok so exactly the plans of doing this so yeah yeah like i found lily through tiktok i was like oh my god this is like exactly the kind of things we talk about so (laughs) thank you tiktok for that one um anyway so today we're gonna talk about masturbation and sex toys um just kind of you know generally like myths about masturbation the stigma that surrounds it um kind of like the double standard between like uh and again the binary double standard between female and male like masturbation how we talk about those differently um and what when it comes to sex toys just like what are sex toys some different types just as a disclaimer there are so many sex toys so we probably won't be able to like talk about all of them but just like giving an idea of like some broad overview and like how can you access them if you want one or want some um and just other stuff about like how to use them safely how to like how to use them like just by yourself or with a partner stuff like that um yeah just like general conversation so Sophia I mean Lily take it away (laughs) yes um yeah i mean i could talk about this topic forever as you guys have seen i've made a bunch of tiktoks about this um and i'm so passionate about it just because of the sheer like lack of education those of us who are socialized as women receive and it's astonishing because when you um eventually gain that education about like solo sex or female bodies you're like whoa how come i've been hearing about boys jerk off my whole life but i've never heard about um like female self-pleasure and how powerful Mm -hmm. it is um yeah so yeah i could talk about it forever and basically i get a lot of questions on social media about like why i should be doing this or um i'm scared xyz and i basically you know explain that it's the safest way possible to explore your sexuality there's no risk involved there's no like external variables like pressure or um yeah social expectations xyz that could like get in the way of your pleasure so it's like a really safe and empowering way to learn about yourself um yeah yeah i really liked how you just summed it up like that and i definitely resonate with what you were saying about how like our whole lives we've been hearing about um masturbation performed by like people who were socialized as male and I had like never had a conversation with my like girl friends um growing up about masturbation like even currently with my friends like we only recently started talking about masturbation it's just so weird because like I have heard my guy friends talking about it since like elementary school and haven't even really had those like transparent conversations with like my friends who I'm closest with but yeah I really liked what you had to say about all that 
Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really interesting, and I think definitely just to preface, like, this podcast comes with some bias just because we're all vulva havers, um, so, like, um, take, take with that what you will and take that from this, but, um, yeah, I think, uh, people that are socialized as male are maybe even too open about masturbation sometimes. I'm like, I don't need to know that you jerked off today, dude in my math class. Um, cool. But yeah, um, yeah, I think it's definitely, like, a huge part of exploring your sexuality and, like, becoming sexually empowered that people don't talk about, especially for, um, like, people socialized as female, people with vulvas, like, um, and it's something that can be, like, so healthy and so, like, I don't know, personal and, like, self-exploratory. So, I think it's really important. Anyways. That's yeah, like definitely. Answer. I have so much, again, like Lily, I have so much to say on this topic. Especially because, so for context, I moved to the U.S. I'm in Oregon. Um, uh, halfway through my freshman year from India. So, kind of, like, those formative, like, puberty ages when you were kind of, like, discovering yourself I was in India like you know like the last few years of middle school half of freshman year um and if you think we don't talk about masturbation and sex ed in the U.S. enough well then you should visit India because there was like nothing you know like I was never I didn't know like masturbation was like a thing or anything um I guess it was like it just like happened one day and then there was a lot of guilt um, so I'm, I'm fairly religious, I'm Hindu, and I'm proud of my religion also because it's like a very spiritual part of me. But I remember like there was this time that I like masturbated and then I went to like this room in my house where we had like a temple and I like apologized to God because I thought I'd done something terrible, mm-hmm. you know? I was like way younger and I obviously like, di- I didn't even know there was a term for it, you know? I knew that it like felt good and everything and but... Um, and then, like, now that I've grown up, I'm like, okay, I don't think any god in any religion gives a shit what I do with my body. <laughs> so that's the first thing. Um, and I definitely, like, I don't have as much guilt about it. But I also remember, like, back in India, or even in, like, my freshman year here, freshman year here, when I used to, like, t- talk to, like, my uh, female-identifying friends about masturbation, and I would hear that they masturbate too, it would feel so validating. Because mm-hmm. I thought I was, like, some... To be honest, I thought I was some weird sexual deviant for the first two years or whatever, you know? But when I heard that this was, like, a thing happening, I felt so much more accepted and, like, okay, so this is, like, relevant. And I feel like going back to the same thing about, like, um, the kind of discrepancy as we talk about, like, uh, people with penises versus people with, like, vaginas slash vulvas masturbating. Like, you talk about, like, morning wood and like this all of this is like a general routine of like male anatomy and like oh they just like have to get it out of their system they have to do this oh it's normal you know but like you've never really heard it from like the female or like the vagina terms which was um which is always interesting for me but yeah this topic is something i'm like definitely passionate about because like for me personally masturbation has been the main way i have explored my sexuality how i've like because i think you have to realize that masturbation is honestly the only way you can kind of like truly figure out what you like what you feel comfortable with you know like know your body and i think in a way it goes for me at least it's gone beyond sexuality it's like building a relationship with your body building that confidence 
mm-hmm. you know, like knowing that like I can make myself feel amazing. I don't really need anyone else. I mean, sometimes, yeah, I want someone else, but like I don't need them. And, you know, like I know what my body wants. I'm connected with my body. And I think that's just so beautiful. I uh, totally agree. And like on that point of how you said you apologized, first of all, I think that's like such a relatable experience, that guilt and shame, because it comes from like a, just a lack of education. Like, of course, you thought you were a sexual deviant. You'd never seen it before. It's kind of like the increase of like queer representation in media. Like if you had never seen a like same sex couple and you are attracted to the same sex, you're going to feel like a deviant if you don't if you aren't exposed to that information. So that's all to say, totally relatable. And quick side note, have you guys seen the show Pen15 on Hulu? Uh, yeah, I've seen a couple episodes. My friend was recommending it to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's honestly super funny. I highly recommend It's all about, like, those puberty milestones. And one of the main characters, Maya, is comes from a religious family, and she has, like, the same experience. She, like, masturbates, and then she notices her, like, this um memorial in her house of her like late grandpa she apologizes to him so funny so honestly universal experience Mm -hmm. and the thing about like feeling like a sexual deviant is when people feel that way and it makes sense that they feel that way like i always try to remind you are designed to be a sexual being like we're humans um like Mm -hmm. willed you to have this and to be able to do it alone um so it's like you don't you know beat yourself up for like whatever getting a headache sleeping in all natural things by nature of being a human so why are we beating ourselves up for just being sensual beings and i know all the answer to that and like why society has done this to us we'll get to that later um so, yeah, I think a lot of people can empathize with your experience. Yeah, for sure. And I think I'm not a religious person, um, per se. Definitely. I definitely agree with those points. I feel like also, going back to kind of like the double standard we were talking about, I feel like it connects to how our society often like doesn't want like to talk about female sexuality or doesn't want like people who identify as women or femmes to be empowered in their sexuality. Like, even now that... Um, you know, I feel like when it's like so like kind of like Vivian was talking about like some random guy in like someone's math class will talk about like how he jerked off in front of a girl and that's fine. But I feel like there's a connotation where like if I as a woman said something about like masturbation in front of a guy, like I'm going to be like branded as like a slut or like kind of like trying to throw myself at someone or something, which is like it has nothing to do with them. So I think that kind of like double standard is also like definitely very much prevalent no yeah there's a huge double standard especially i feel like because for dudes it's presented as like something that like you're supposed to do to maintain health like it's like oh yeah it's healthy to masturbate you should be jerking off like this is this is good for you and it's not even like like touched upon at all um for people that are like for women um but yeah i wanted to add really quickly i'm not a religious person per se but i think like a lot of like a lot of like like religions that shun like any sort of like sexuality or like like embracement of that um really bug me because I'm like if you're if you're like if you're talking about like like the god that made you 
being upset with you for doing something that's so innate and so like like doing something that your body was made to do and can do like that's like stupid and counterintuitive um not to call religion stupid because I don't think it's stupid at all um but like that that specific part of it has always really pissed me off because I'm like no like I I was made this way and if you believe I was made this way by a god like like you have to embrace all of why I was made or how I was made you know um so that Mm -hmm. definitely really bugs me yeah absolutely and I feel like that just goes to show how much misinformation we have all received about masturbation like growing up and that can obviously vary like from culture to culture and like depending on religion like um Arna was talking about but yeah there's so much misinformation and there are so many benefits to masturbation that people rarely talk about like it can help reduce stress and tension it can help alleviate menstrual cramps um for people who have vulvas it can help people feel more connected to their sexuality and their bodies like we've spoken about um and also like masturbating can help you be I mean quote unquote better at sex like you can the more you get to know yourself in your own body like you'll understand what you like and what you don't like and you can bring those experiences into situations with partners if you want um and that can often help like you have a better time and just experience more pleasure in general um and also like whether or not people are masturbating for the like end goal of an orgasm um the process of masturbating is just like biological or like uh like physically really good for like your pelvic floor like it's there are so many just benefits like um and I have never like the benefits of masturbation were never told to me in health classes um and there are just so many like the list goes on and on no Mm -hmm. yeah um and I mean as I said I have so many reasons to like encourage people with vulvas to explore their sexuality on their own and one that like I'm always on my soapbox about which my first TikTok was about is I just hope for women that we that they become intimate with themselves hopefully prior to when they're intimate with someone else and that's Mm -hmm. not a Environment, and that's highly unrealistic for a lot of people because of societal messaging but I think that'd be so powerful because by nature of just existing in society we have like pathetic sex education in our schools for the most part media and word of mouth which is highly influenced by like porn and misogyny obviously um is in the drinking water that we're consuming every day, you know? So if you're just merely existing in the society, you are not going to have the knowledge you need to know to go into a sexual situation and feel like a million bucks. And it's very easy to become, you know, like gaslit or pressured when you don't even know what you want. It's very easy to be, oh no, you'll like this, you'll want this. So that's why I always encourage vulva havers to explore and be intimate with themselves as soon as they can, because then it's so powerful to be able to know what feels good to you, because you have to be able to communicate that to sexual partners. They won't read your mind and it empowers you. It like grounds you in your body, gives you confidence that will shine through when you are with sexual partners. And 
on the whole shame thing, what I like always like to remind people is sex is morally neutral. And there, like, there's been millennia of religious purity culture and misogyny telling us um, all sorts of moral implications about sex, but it is just a biological need, just like eating or sleeping. Um, so yeah, nature intended for you to be a sexual being. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. I wanted to take a minute to talk about like some myths we've heard about masturbation because I've heard some wild ones. Like the one where it's like, oh, if you masturbate, you're gonna go blind. Like that has like yep. no connection whatsoever. <laughs> and I feel like there's just so many myths out there. There's kind of like bogeyman stories to kind of turn you away from it, mm-hmm. or like, oh, if like one of the other common ones, which I feel like people believe more, is like oh, if I, like, masturbate a bunch, my sex drive is gonna be, like, either too, like, too high or too low. Or, like, oh, if I masturbate, I'm never gonna enjoy sex again. Or, like, if in a rel- if you're in a relationship, like, if I'm in a relationship and I masturbate, that means that my partner cannot satisfy me. Stuff yeah. like that. So, and yeah. I feel like all of those are just, like, do what you want. I feel like if you're in a relationship and you're masturbating, you're exploring yourself and, like, no one has a right to tell you not to. And I feel like, um, in my personal experience, I would just say, like, they're, they're slightly different kinds of pleasures, you know? There's, like, this sense of self-empowerment that always comes with masturbation, the sense of exploring yourself. So, um, and also, masturbation really does not, like, negatively impact your sex drive. Mm-mm. It might, like, it, it teaches you what you like and what you don't and what you might want to do, but, it like, it doesn't make you a sex addict or anything whatsoever. Yeah, totally. One thing I also want to touch on is that it's okay um, not to masturbate. I know right now we're really, like, pro-masturbation and stuff, but I, like, personally don't find a lot of satisfaction in masturbating. I don't do it. Um, and I'm cool with that. Uh, Definitely. And I feel like that's not really something to be ashamed of. Um, I mean, definitely, like, more masturbation is not something to be ashamed of because right now I think the way that, like, like my masturbation habits are presented as the standard for women everywhere. Um, but, yeah, like, even though right now we're focusing on, like, how masturbation can be good, it's also totally cool, like, not to masturbate and not to enjoy it. Um, because it's, it's up to you. It's something you do for yourself. So, like, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Thank you so much for adding that point. I think that's um, really important to remember. But, um... Yeah. Does anyone want to share any other myths about masturbation before we move on to sex toys or any other points you wanted to bring up about masturbation? Lily was saying something. Um, yeah, I can definitely list a few myths I think we've all heard, but I also touch on the not masturbating point. I'm so glad you brought that up because like I preach this stuff because so many vulva havers feel shame about wanting to, but if you don't want to, that is just as valid. And sex is something, whether it's solo or partner, that exists solely for the purpose of pleasure. So if it's anything other than pleasure, it's counterproductive. So whatever makes you feel empowered is the right choice. Not that you need to hear that from me, but I'm just so glad you brought that up. Um, And on the topic of myths, I just want to bring up quickly a few that i know people hear all the time the blindness thing is funny that's like um totally like an old wives tale including like you can there was this old one that was like you can grow hair out of your palms if you touch yourself with your hands like where that comes from i don't know um but a lot of people think 
vibrators will desensitize your clit um and i get dms about this people being like worried because i like tote vibrators a lot uh that's a myth that won't happen you can use your vibrator as much as you want um and arna touched on this a little bit but like masturbation isn't something that um you know you can't do when you have a partner like i think it could make it more fun you know you could like be alone you can be sexting you can just do it by yourself and have it be nothing to do with your partner so there's really no rules around this it's only a problem if it's like getting in the way of your daily functioning which is very rare so just feel free to do whatever you want this is like something that exists in our society that is solely meant to bring us uh joy happiness fulfillment and when it turns otherwise that's when you know you need to switch things up so yeah definitely yeah and on that note of talking about like vibrators desensitizing the clit and everything let us talk about sex toys Mm -hmm. so sex toys don't always have to be like um a part of masturbation but they often are especially for people with vulvas um if they find pleasure through some sort of penetration or like vibration or something like that um but sex toys are often also used in like partnerships and relationships and they just have like a variety of uses so to kind of like start off the conversation i feel like um you know some of the most common sex toys they might have heard of are obviously like the dildo and the vibrator um which again do not always have to be used by individuals of the vulva they can be used by really anyone and um and then there's like other ones i can think of off the top of my head are like anal beads and then you have um other stuff that often are used in like relationships and partnerships are like strap-ons and there's just like i feel like in underneath those umbrellas there are like a lot of varieties like i just like there are just so many types of different like vibrators and dildos like you could just talk about that for hours and then for like those with penises um I believe they're called fleshlights, if I'm not wrong. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You have, like, stuff like that. But that's just some that I know off the top of my head. But, Lily, what are your thoughts on this subject? Yeah, there's, like you said, just countless sex toys out there. And, um, like masturbation, just a choice whether or not you want to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, use them. And vibrators are obviously the most common. Or I'm not sure if that's obvious, but... I just talk about them all the time. <laughs> Thinking about them a lot. Um, and I often recommend people with vulvas get vibrators if they're struggling with um, orgasm because I personally think it's a game changer for some people. Um, people like tend to use those on their clit or anywhere like on your vulva and not only vulva hivers use them, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, so would highly recommend people having a vibrator if that sounds fun to them. Um, and there's a few other like reasons people use sex toys, which I find really interesting that I wanted to mention. Like there's some actual medical uses for them. Like if people have certain sexual dysfunction, it can be really helpful to use a sex toy. In fact, like a lot of vulva havers or I'm not sure an exact number, but many vulva havers can only orgasm with the sex toy. So they found a lot of liberation from using them, which is great because they can use it with a partner, with themselves. Um, And sex toys can be gender affirming for trans and non-binary people sometimes, which is just so awesome. So there's a lot of 
sneaky like uses for them but yeah there's vibrators dildos you know um rings like um there's like kegel beads with or balls which you can like put inside you and like uh, exercise your pelvic floor the list really truly goes on so yeah yeah um and yeah sex toys aren't only used um for masturbation which i think is a, a really good point to bring up like people use them uh for having sex i think pretty regularly um like you were saying they can be gender affirming for trans people um and that's something that's really big with like partner sex um uh yeah <laughs> that's that's just what i wanted to say yeah totally um i found a couple interesting sex toy facts when i was doing a quick little google um that i found very interesting so i'll share them but um so the global sex toy market was valued at 33.64 billion dollars holy cow which is like fucking crazy to me because i mean i don't really have like a like when numbers get into the billions like i have no gauge of how i mean it's huge but that is like that is so surprising to me i guess because i mean it's sex toys have been like becoming increasingly popular obviously like over recent years but that seems colossal to me but i guess it also makes sense because like so many people have sex um another interesting fact is that the first sex toy dates back to over 30,000 years ago and it doubled as a fire starter i don't know what the like technology is there whoa that is two interesting devices combined into one i know it seems like a little dangerous but um i don't know and the first vibrating sex tour like vibrators as we know them um was invented in the late 1800s so yeah wait what did how how much did you say the sex toy market is valued at 33.64 33.64 billion dollars in 2020. I just looked it up and that's more than the toothpaste or not toothpaste, toothbrush market, which is valued at 4.2 billion dollars in oh 2019 God. and is expected to reach um 5.02 billion in 2020. So wow. uh sex know. toy market is worth more than the toothbrush market. Yeah. Right. <laughs> there we go. Invest your stocks, I guess. But there we go. Um, I guess we're like a financial advice podcast too now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Thank you so much for those facts, Sophia. Oh, you're mm-hmm. welcome. I just found them interesting. But um, yeah, I thought that one thing on the list that I thought was really interesting, but I don't know much about was, I mean, on our, on our notes list, but um, different kinds of sex toys in terms of like material and taking care of sex toys. I'm not super well-versed on, like, all the different types of plastic or, like, metal or any of those things, but if anyone knows some facts, please share. I just did some research on this today, and I'm sure Lily also probably knows more. But, so what I've found from my research and what I've heard is that, so the most, like, common, especially if you go to, like, drugstore or, like, more accessible for younger audiences, um, are, like, silicone and then ABS plastic, both of which are, like... Uh, pretty good options they're also cheaper and they're like i guess more like flexible or more like comfortable if you're like someone with a vulva who's like inserting something inside or someone with like 
um, inserting into like the anus or something like that. And then, but then there's also, and you wouldn't expect this, but like Sophia mentioned, you have like metal and you also have glass actually. Mm -hmm. So you have like stainless steel and you have glass and that might sound dangerous, but they like make it in safe ways. Um, and it's just like another aspect of pleasure. Um, and so it's really all about like finding, like, you know, doing your research. So if like there is like a sex toy that's like made out of glass see like the safety precautions for it how to use it and there's also like when it comes to like cleaning um i remember we once like so again for context me sophia and vivian were all part of the planned parenthood, planned parenthood teen council that's how we met and so i remember one of those teen council days we um talked about like sex toys and then so like you have to clean your sex toy after every use um usually if you like go into stores like spencer's or like sex stores they'll have like cleaners that they can give you or just like warm water and soap works for most sex toys of course there may be exceptions that you can read up given different materials like you know glass might be you might have to like wash it a little differently mm -hmm. but the reason for that is that um, sex toys will most likely come in contact with bodily fluids and if you don't wash them like immediately after like bacteria can like start growing and stuff like that um and so yeah it's just like important to keep them clean and stuff but yeah if anyone else has any other things to say about the materials what they know take it out take it away yeah um arna hit the nail on the head like that was such helpful information Luckily, like cleaning, maintaining and using sex toys is pretty simple and straightforward, but there the risks are a bit high like if you don't follow those precautions like STIs and infections. So, it's good to be careful. Um in terms of materials, yeah, silicone, ABS plastics, those tend to be the more common ones. Silicone tends to be a little bit more expensive cuz like you said, Arna, um they tend to be more like flexible and soft and just more like appealing to people um what you want to avoid are like rubber things and you'll be able to kind of smell rubber you know like the smell of tires avoid that like um i feel like spencer's gifts probably has some big neon rubber dildos that probably are more for decorative purposes <laughs> and like a any like jelly material that's trying to skin is a little sketchy as well as pvc so those are things to avoid um, and then one really important thing to keep in mind is if you're using a silicone toy, don't use silicone-based lube with it. Yes. Degrade the toy, unless you use a condom on it, then that's fine. But just use any other type of lube, like water-based, oil-based, what have you. Mm -hmm. um, and then in terms of things to avoid, any sex toy that's like a porous material is really sketchy because... Um, bacteria and germs can be absorbed and grow in there and then the last few things are just like um if you're using with a partner like if you're sharing a sex toy like obviously clean that shit well <laughs> um and yeah just soap and water um you have a skincare routine i'm sure just have a little skincare routine for your vibrator or your sex toys um and then the last thing is if you're using a vibrator in your anus and vagina like don't put something in you that's been in your anus clean it in between that's mm -hmm. really important but that's pretty much everything it's pretty straightforward yeah totally i've heard that um a way that you can test to make sure that your sex toy is made of a safe plastic is if you take a lighter to it um and it doesn't melt instead it just like 
like, uh, like there's just like a soot mark afterwards that you can just rub off, then it's a safe plastic, but if it melts, then you shouldn't be putting it inside you or using it. Well, it's melted, how are you even going to? Yeah, so, yeah. There you go. Fair. <laughs> but yeah, that's something that I've heard. Oh, love that fact. Wow, I didn't know that. That's so interesting. Damn. Yeah. I wanted to quickly touch upon the topic of lube since Lily brought that up. Um, so yeah, it's like, kind of up to you whether or not you use um lube with your sex toys since um you know like your body also creates its natural lube if you are someone who has a vulva um but yeah like lube for the most part i think that with all materials water-based lube is like the safest to use um and that's also water-based lube is all just like as a side note always the safest to use like it kind of just like goes with everything for the most part like mm-hmm. i don't know maybe there are exceptions i i'm not all knowing but from what i've heard i have not like it just goes with everything it's the safest because it's like water-based and so yeah um you can definitely like lube is definitely a great idea especially if you're someone who's trying out sex toys for the first time that might make the experience more comfortable for you um and just a good idea and yeah like using a condom too if you want to be like extra safe especially if you're like sharing between partners or something like that is also um a good idea yeah Yeah. that was very informative for me at least everything about like materials um and how they vary that was very interesting um another thing this is like kind of off topic but well not off topic but like random is I have been learning a lot about yoni eggs and they seem very, very interesting. And I wanted to ask Lily, like, if you know any info about yoni eggs, because some people are like, don't put a yoni egg like in your vagina. And then some people are like, the yoni egg saved my life. (laughs) So I guess it varies. But if you know anything, I think a lot of people don't know about yoni eggs. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Don't know that much about them. Uh I, it, of like Gwyneth Paltrow I know that was a thing um I think the point of them is again like to strengthen your pelvic floor which is always a good idea and people like the feeling of it much like kegel balls kind of like the same thing but yoni egg sounds a little more like aesthetic you think (laughs) um yeah but I actually don't know that much about them I feel like when things are super hyped like that I just get kind of mystified by it and yeah, I'm kind of confused by the concept as well. Um, I don't think it's something that, like, you should... With any sex toy, any sex act, unless you're hurting yourself or someone else non-consensually, like, there's nothing you should or shouldn't do. If you like it, then do it, you know? Um, I I am confused by the amount of, like, hype around it, but in, like, the... This sounds so obnoxious, but, like, the sex educator community on, like, Instagram and such... Um, I feel like it's kind of a meme. Like, people talk about the yoni egg and also it's, yeah. like, meme <laughs> Okay, wait. Um, can can we just get, like, a definition or explanation yeah. of so, what these are? Because I have no idea. I just Googled it, yes. but previously I had no idea. So I have a little definition pulled up. Please. Um, yoni eggs are egg-shaped balls of quartz or jade. So they're, like, mm. think of, like, a crystal but in an egg shape. Oh, okay. And they come in, like, a bunch of different sizes some people will like keep their yoni <laughs> eggs like in them mm-hmm. um throughout the day and then wow. some people will just use it as more of like a sex toy i think that a lot of the like criticism that yoni eggs have got is because of like 
new age metaphysical people like <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow promoting it and being like a yoni egg will cure your depression <laughs> and like like things like that so I yeah. obviously don't believe in that aspect of it but so I feel like it's so interesting because it's so much like smaller and like the function is so much different than like any other sex toy or tool so, so no definitely <laughs> What you're saying is that I should get my roommate that's really into crystals um, a rose quartz one. You should, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think they would um, appreciate that. This I really, just, oh, sorry, oh, sorry. Go sorry. Ahead. This really reminds me of this TikTok that I saw um, that was like, day five of keeping a rose quartz inside my clural hood. I saw, um, I, I saw that. I saw that. I saw that exact one. But, but so you can actually do that, kind of. No, yeah, you could. I just like kind of looked some stuff up real quick. So, like, the whole thing with yoni eggs is that they claim to, like, make your vagina tighter, like, do this, do that, which, like, and all of those are unsubstantiated, un, un, like, unsubstantiated, and so it's, like, um, like, maybe that's true, but really there is no proof for that whatsoever, so, like, mm-hmm. whatever, and also the truth with that is that, um, these are, like, different materials, like, they're kind of, like, rocks and crystals so they're not the best to put inside you especially if you're putting it inside you for long periods of time because then like you know like like and so the doc again there's not a full consensus on this but a lot of doctors have said that like it's not the best and can cause infections especially if you're like putting like even with like regular sex toys with like silicone mm-hmm. and ads plastic no one is advising that you like keep it inside any of your like genital cavities for like the whole day like i feel like that's not a smart idea in like any case um but again i could be wrong maybe there's more research to be done maybe we're gonna find out something mind-breaking by yoni eggs but in my personal opinion when i read this i was like um it's not sound like something that would like be good definitely sounds like some kind of like a new agey like fad because it's like you're just putting rocks up you for like the whole day yeah. <laughs> yeah the goopification of sex toys someone could write a whole mm-hmm. oh my god literally. sounds like a um, cut article right yeah. yeah it's like their own um i shouldn't you know judge anything sexual of i just course, yeah. have much like information about it um but what was i gonna say um oh the thing about tightness so just quick for all that don't know no, like no matter what you do perhaps having a baby that aside mm-hmm. your vagina will not change tightness you can have sex zero times or one million times and it will retain same tightness this is another myth to make us feel shitty about our bodies um obviously things can happen in childbirth that can affect this but it's also not absolutely required and necessary that um your vagina like inalterably changes after childbirth as well so never let people tell you that you're loose quote-unquote or whatever um yeah that's a load of bullshit but when it yeah. comes to sex each their own yeah we talked yeah, about this a little bit on our last episode but yeah tightness does not is not affected by how many times you have sex or like put something up there um and like a crystal egg up your vagina isn't gonna change that um <laughs> But it might change your depression, so I... Oh, yeah, no. Um, But, yeah, and then also, like, like, I don't know, the idea of, like, tightness is so, like... I said this last episode, but I'm gonna say it again. It's so ripey to me, because if you're having sex with someone, you're like, wow, like, your pussy's so tight. Like, it means they're not turned on. 
Yep. Um, and if you, if you had sex with someone and, like, their vagina was tighter, like, they weren't turned on and it probably hurt. So, like, feel bad. Feel bad, bro. Like, it's not, it's not a good thing. No. Yeah. It's like those TikToks or memes when people are like, oh, she told me to, like, come for me. It's like, bro, she literally wants it to be over. That's why. (laughs) Um, the same thing. Yeah. That is such a good point. I'm so glad you brought that up. Like, some people can be turned on without being naturally wet but by and large like um when you're turned on enough your vagina anticipates penetration and it opens itself up so if it's literally like impenetrable then in with the bowl that have yeah definitely um i also wanted to check in really quick like back to subject of like sex toys like where you can get them especially if you're someone who's like kind of like new to exploring your sexuality or like masturbation or stuff so you can honestly get sex toys like kind of um anywhere like i think they have them at walmart i've definitely like seen them of course the quality of those will obviously differ and how good or durable they are so keep that in mind because they're like a drugstore variety and with like everything drugstore there's like that kind of degrading quality but spencer's is a store where you can get some and while they do have those like rubbery stuff if you do your research spencer's does have like some stuff like silicone and abs plastic and those are like more affordable ones um and there's also like many online sites where you can order them from like amazon has them too so like you know go crazy and uh, honestly, when it comes to places like Spencer's, Spencer's doesn't ID you or ask you for anything. Mm-mm. And neither does, like, any, like, drugstore. And if you get them online, I don't think you'll have trouble either. But for, like, a lot of, like, sex stores, yes, you'll need to be, like, 18 to, like, go in or buy something. Not Maybe not all of them, but that's what I've seen, like, at least in my state. Um, but even for, like, those sex stores, if they have an online website, you can probably, like, just get it online. It's just more like going inside. Yeah. Um, and there's, I would encourage you to research because there's a bunch of really great, like, sustainable, female-led, BIPOC-led, like, sex toy companies. Oh, I know there's sure. one, like, based out of Portland, Sheba. Yeah, I was uh, about to say, like, I really recommend and plug Sheba, like, BIPOC, uh, queer-centered sex toy shop in portland that's super accessible and also has like online ordering options so even if you're not like in the portland area i would recommend checking them out um yeah just supporting like that small local business is really really rad um and they have some super cheap stuff too yeah 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 i actually don't know about that one so thank you so much for that wreck because i don't need to be like giving jeff bezos more money Mm -hmm. Um, that's awesome i'll definitely like plug that on social media that's cool yeah so we can kind of start towards wrapping up um yeah we definitely anyone has any like last thoughts on masturbation or sex toys i would just say like the big thing with honestly all of our episodes is like do what you want and it's okay to explore your sexuality whatever way you feel comfortable doing and don't feel any shame for it i feel like that's the key takeaway Mm mm-hmm yeah absolutely one more thing that i just wanted to add for where to get sex toys is target recently started selling sex toys um in store at most locations urban outfitters also sells sex toys um they tend to be like pricier and they're online like only but um yeah and then also if you want like a biodegradable vibrator um package reshop has some really good options um for relatively cheap but obviously like 
it's tricky for youth, I feel like, to explore the option of sex toys because, like, some sex toys will, or sex shops will, like, ID you, and some people, like, don't have the ability to, like, order sex toys to their house. So it can definitely be tricky, but there are, like, in-store options that aren't sex shops. So I just wanted to put that up. Yeah. Like, if you're a minor and you want a sex toy um, for, like, personal use, just to, like, pleasure yourself, um, you can definitely find a way and, like, reach out to us if you're having trouble. Like, you can shoot us a DM anytime. But, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I just wanted to put that out there. Thank you so much for putting that there. So, yeah, we're going to start, um, move on to our closing. So, just some... Today for our closing, since it is Spotify Rap Day, we're doing our top artist, top song, and then just like always, our media rec. So my top artist for this year is Brockhampton, which makes complete sense. It's all, I think it's been like Brockhampton for like the past few years. Um, but yeah, I love Brockhampton. And then my top song. Okay, so for like, for the record, I'm the kind of music listener who will listen to, like, the same five songs on repeat for a week and then transition to the next same five songs. Mm-hmm. So I have, like, a whatever. But my top song was Sex by Brockhampton, which is great, <laughs> in line with the podcast. Yeah. But I really yeah. like that song. It's from their most recent album. And Media Rex, again, we recorded an episode yesterday, so we kind of talked about media that day, but... Um, I just watched the most recent episode of... But yeah, okay. So my Spotify wrapped is... Um, my top artist was Mitski, which is, like, not a surprise. I've loved Mitski since the sixth grade. Um, and it's kind of, like, rotated between Mitski and Lord for me the past however many years I've been on Spotify. Um, so, yeah. And then my top song was This Must Be The Place by The Talking Heads. Um, great song. Super recommend. Um, and then, uh, let's see. Media recommendations that I have. I am about to start my year of rest and relaxation by Otessa Moshfeg. So I haven't started it yet. I can't really vouch for how good it is, but I hear it's very good. And if you'd like to read it along with me, I'm starting it right now. Um, and then also... I'm in the middle of reading I Don't Think of You Until I Do by Tatiana Rickman, which, like, kind of borders the line between poetry and prose as just a really beautiful novel. Super short, too, um, if you're looking to get back into reading. Um, super great, um, moving, like, breakup piece about love and, like, missing someone. Um, uh, and I've really been enjoying it. Um, but yeah, and then I made a Spotify blend today with one of my good friends, Ezra, uh, and, like, we both, like, non-stop listened to, um, Claro's new album, Sling, like, around the same time this year, um, which was so good. Uh, like, my friend Ezra is, like, a super big, like, metal fan, like, doesn't listen to that kind of stuff at all, and loved it. Um, so, re- yeah, really excellent folk project that came out of nowhere for Claro that I, like, definitely recommend if you haven't heard it already, um, which I don't know, <coughs> oh, sorry, I don't know why you wouldn't, um, because it's kind of everywhere, but really good stuff, um, really been enjoying Soccer Mommy, too, um, kind of along the same, like, twee female singer-songwriter vein, um, but yeah, that's it for me. Yeah, Lily, you can do your Spotify wrapped, and 
uh, media if you want, and then I can go last. Okay, cool. Let's see. Um, so for Spotify, my top artist was Doja Cat. I'm going to attribute that to her planet, her album, obviously. Nice. Um, that was like a big pregame album for me and my friends this year. Um, love her. And my top song, it's not quite that popular, but it's called Lena Grove by Eliza McLam. I don't know if you guys are familiar with her, but she's like a an up-and-coming indie artist. And I'm so obsessed with this song. I recently got a lot, uh, word from it tattooed on me recently. Um, it's just the word home, and basically the line in her song goes like, how can you call it home if you can't take it with you? And it's all about independence and finding home within yourself. So I would highly recommend that song and her in general. Um, so that was my Spotify wrapped. And let's see. For media recommendations, I have been watching the show The Great on Hulu. It's about, it's like a genre-bending comedy about Catherine the Great in Russia with um, Dakota Fanning's sister, Elle Fanning, plays Catherine the Great. It's pretty good. I love it. It's nice and, like, lighthearted, but complex enough. And I've been watching Succession on HBO. That's a good one. Um, and for books, I'm still reading the new Sally Rooney book that people have been talking about a bit, um, Beautiful World, Where Are You? And like most people, it's not, like, hitting the same place in my heart that the other two books normal people and conversations with friends are but i'm just like enamored with sally rooney's writing so i will be continuing to read it and yeah that's pretty much it cool um so i don't have my spotify rap pulled up so i'm just gonna guess what my top five artists were this year and i'm not gonna give my top song because i don't know what it was <laughs> uh my top five artists that i've been really into this year are Dr. Dog, Joni Mitchell, the Abbott Brothers, Shaky Graves, and the Talking Heads. So good. Um, I think that was five. So Just good. Just listed them off. <laughs> Sophia but, and I have really similar music taste. Yeah, I feel like we do. Um, and then in terms of media, I feel like I shared a lot on the episode that we recorded yesterday. But I have been... I feel like it's it's the season for 10 Things I Hate About You. And just, like, rewatching it at least, like... I don't know. I feel like it's, you have to watch it like a couple times a fall or winter. Um, so I've been into that. I have also been reading, or I just recently finished Queer Theology by Lynn Marie Tonestad, I think is how you say her name. But um, super interesting. It just kind of like dissects Christian talking points and like apologetic attempts at like queer inclusivity. So it's very interesting. If you like are interested in that can i borrow that, it from you next time in in portland that sounds super rad absolutely yeah okay. i can even like mail it down to you sick you. oh my god perhaps super mega interesting though but that is my media and my improvised spotify rap <laughs> um well i had a lot of fun today thank you so much lily for joining us i feel like you gave such good insight i learned so much from you um we hope you can we can have you on again sometime. Mm -hmm. I think that would be really cool. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, surely. Thank uh, you. Like this has been such an honor to be asked on your podcast. Like, um, I love your guys' podcast. Like, from what I've listened to so far, I will be an avid listener. Um, from now on. Yeah, and I'm just flattered that you guys invited me to come on here. I had so much fun talking with like like-minded people about this because. 
you know, um, not everyone's comfortable talking about sexuality and stuff. So it's so refreshing and nice and empowering. So yeah, it's so much fun. And I would love to come talk again. Yeah, totally. It was such an honor to have you as our first guest. Um, and yeah, this was, this was a super cool episode. I learned a lot. Um, and it, it was just so like refreshing. It's always nice to have someone like come on, um, and like break everything up. Um, so yeah, it was super rad, and it was so nice to meet you. Yeah. Thank to you. To all of our listeners, thank you for tuning in. We hope you like this episode. Um, and yeah, just remember to stay dirty. Yeah. Also, let us know if we were on your Spotify wrapped, because I know there's a podcast section now. And one of my friends was like, hey, you were my top podcast this year. And I was like, oh my god, no way. Um, so yeah, if we made it on your spotify wrapped shoot a screenshot our way um and yeah peace and love (laughs) bye bye